0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show.
1: Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River, right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good morning, Professor Trout. Good morning, Tony Sanders. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? fishing you're not fishing today
2: i was going fishing but it got canceled about uh 4 this morning and uh hey anybody's who got a hole in their boat and needs some ballast happy to go
0: i've got some guys out here to take you fishing
2: i think they would i really do maybe i don't know will they let me you... use my long rod because that's all i brought <sighs> it's not legal true not for tournament fishing so
0: but i don't know you get out there and uh throw a big fly out there and Land a big bass, they wouldn't care. I bet you.
2: I bet you they wouldn't. I bet you when I outfish them, they'd be upset, though. Oh, oh.
0: oh no. I'm waiting for the delay to hit. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for them I'm waiting to hear for that. To see
2: that. <laughs> oh, there it was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, no, old oh, man, you ain't going to outfish us. We got what, six in the green room right now? And yeah. Two in studio? This this station will never be the same after today. No. We have in the house the Soddy Daisy high school fishing team and. Uh,
2: they are, uh, they are rather awake at 5 a.m. They are. I- I'm impressed. You got high schoolers up this early in the morning and they're bright eyed, bushy tailed, and ready to go. We have, uh, in the house, we have, uh,
0: Jess Byhoffer, who is the, uh, head coach. Is that right?
3: Uh, that's correct. Or coach. a coach.
0: I don't know how coach. you guys set that up. We also have Roy Massengill in here, who is one of the coaches. And then, uh, throughout the next two hours, you were going to cycle in a host of kids that are headed to the national tournament uh, at the end of the month. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I remember when Saudi Daisy High School fishing started. And to see where you guys are now is pretty amazing. So how uh, how long have you guys been going on now?
3: Uh, I've been involved uh, with the Saudi Daisy Bass team for uh, this will be my fifth year. My son started... Uh, participating in his eighth grade year that's when you become eligible to fish at a high school level as long as one of your team members is in high school so uh, he joined the team uh, i got involved immediately uh, fell in love with it we both did and have been uh, engaged with it ever since i believe it started a couple years before us but mm-hmm. uh, you know my my history goes back to the last four years with the team
0: when uh and i think this is one of the things that people don't realize when you take some some young guys like this and put them into a situation where it is a competitive sport they are competing against themselves they're competing against the fish competing against other teams uh it really changes their perspective on what they're doing this is no longer just a hey let's go out and drown a few warm top deals i mean now they're pretty serious aren't they
3: oh absolutely absolutely yeah the uh and it's amazing how much dedication how much passion these kids have for this uh and exactly what you said, it's, it's not just a recreational activity. They go and they kick their feet up and throw a line in the water. They're out there just as competitive as any other athletic event, uh, grinding away throughout the day.
0: You know, one of uh, one of our good listeners and friends is um, Nathan Bell, who's actually on his way to the National Collegiate Championship. He fished for Bryan University. And Rob and I have talked many times... It's pretty sad that you know when we were in school, we had uh, we got in trouble for going fishing, and now now they support it.
2: <laughs> oh, I got into big trouble. I missed a whole test on theory of religion. I was trying to figure out how that was going to make me a better engineer, but I caught a caddis hatch and went out fishing rather than go to class. And my mother, to this day, she says she is thankful that I was not accepted to a coastal university; otherwise, I would not have graduated. So,
3: <laughs> well, I'm right in the same boat. I uh, did the same thing in high school, uh, skipped out uh, oh, yeah. a time or two to, to go hit the lake. And if it were available when I was in school, it definitely would have stuck around and absolutely participated.
4: My wife, the, I played baseball in four years in college, and my wife asked me if uh, that was available when I was playing. Yeah, what would I have done? why so I honestly don't. Uh, that's a tough call. I'm glad I didn't have to make it.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, a lot of these kids, and we haven't even talked about this. We're talking about college now. These kids can get scholarships to major universities mm-hmm. on the fishing circuit. And you know, there's a lot of schools. Uh, you know, Division One, Division Two. A lot of these schools have bass teams, and these kids actually get scholarship to go fish at UTC or Tech or wherever. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely, uh, and, and that's one of the reasons that we do this is to allow these kids these opportunities to follow their passion, and and of course, we all understand there's a huge economic impact in bass fishing uh, across the country and and in this area, and uh, to use some of that money and some of those funds to further these kids' education and get them out on the water and, and feed their passion is just a great... It's a great experience to be a part of and, and help promote.
0: What is uh, what is one of the things that's probably surprised you the most in working with these young men? And do, are there any are there any young ladies on the team?
3: Uh, we have had young ladies in the in the past on our team. Uh, currently, we do not have any young ladies that are participating this this past season.
0: Justin, and, Jess, and, and you know, no offense to to, but looking at these guys, I don't know if I was a young lady at or had a daughter. I don't know that I'd want her on the team either.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's a, okay, that's the first that's job. A, that's a
0: Motley yeah. looking crew they're, out there. Don't here, get I'm it saying, wrong, they they, they they haven't heard it yet, so th-
4: there's only one with a girlfriend out there and uh, that's he's the one that needs one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See they're they're all like well, they keep looking at us. What? I don't get it. I don't get it.
2: I told them about the 7 second <laughs> delay and so now they're probably watching us to figure out what in the heck's going on. So yeah.
0: <laughs> but um no, so go I'm sorry I interrupted your 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 answer i don't even remember the question now do you remember it rob uh,
2: girls on the team
4: Well, their dedication to it they uh, we have uh, uh two or three of them that also do other sports we have a couple that play football for the te- uh, for the high school they okay. play i uh, got one that plays basketball and tennis for the high school uh, it's amazing that these guys especially this summer they they eat up with fishing they 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 go to work most of them have a job they go to work they go to their practices you know in the summer you know summer practices right. And if they're not there, they're at the lake and they say, "Hey, you know we're going fishing with you know the guys well, I, as a dad, you know I don't have a problem with it because sure. I ever go and check on them. They're all sitting there fishing, and you know it keeps them keeps them straight, gives them something to focus on, and, and then like I said, they absolutely eat up with, with with the sport
3: sure, sure well what uh, another thing that surprised me is the the dedication that they have in terms of inclement weather. Uh, there's many times our our season runs from september until may we'll fish a lot of cold weather a lot of nasty weather um, and and nothing unsafe but something you wouldn't want to just sit around in for eight hours a day and these kids are up there swinging those rods all day uh, you know looking for that next bite and powering right through the rain uh, the cold weather and the heat so it's uh and that's one thing that surprised me is the the focus because i remember being a kid and you know you lose your focus a little bit uh and and something else grabs your attention or your interest that day, but these kids are all fishing all the time that's there's just wired
0: the uh this is not an expensive i mean a cheap sport either. this is not go out and buy some tennis shoes and and a t shirt
3: no no well uh, not we, at all. we all wish we all wish it was yeah. <laughs> wish and we all we cheaper. all wish that <laughs> we had huge sponsors with very deep pockets that could give all these kids that wanted to fish a boat right but you're absolutely correct uh you know, there's a lot of us that don't take that privilege lightly. We understand that we are privileged to have the means to get these kids out on the water, and wish we could provide more. But uh, you're absolutely correct. There there needs to be a boat required. Uh, we don't furnish any of the the boat. Uh, we do have partners and sponsors that help offset the cost for the tackle and the rods, uh, and, and also for the tournament entries. Uh, you know, so we try our best to mitigate and minimize the amount of cost involved, but Uh, At the end of the day, you're absolutely correct. It it is a very expensive sport uh, to get into it. Now, that being said, you don't need to go and spend $80,000 on the latest 20- or 21-foot bass boat. Uh, You need to have a console, uh, proper safety for your navigation lights, and uh, working live well. And, uh, you know, we have plenty of competitors that do very well out of uh, older aluminum boats. and, And like I said when I started, my son was in eighth grade, and we were borrowing boats. I didn't have a boat, uh, and we were fished a lot out of a 16 foot tracker, you know, just an old aluminum boat right. that we borrowed with the a 60 horsepower motor, and we did well. Now, obviously, our range was a bit limited, but and, and we've upgraded since. But uh, you, you don't need the latest and greatest, but you absolutely need a a boat and and some equipment to uh, participate. And a
4: shout-out to uh, Jeff in The Astrograph. It's not an Astrograph, but it is a The Astrograph.
0: I would uh, love to um, see this sport almost supported by one of the boat manufacturers, not from the standpoint of giving the kids a boat and all that, but at these tournaments, having all the kids have a boat that they can use. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Now That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's not my money, so it's, it's easy for me to say. But I do think, uh, you know, cause like when you go to the, some of the, the big tournaments, uh, they actually provide the boats mm-hmm. at the tournament. And I think there's a, there's a lot of advantage, but it is, it is what it is. And, and, and you got to work around it. And like you said, you got to bring your own toy to, to go out. And, uh, so, th- and that does make it difficult.
2: So what is the function of the coaches i mean do y'all actually go out with it? does there have to be an adult in the boat or in a chase boat while you're out on the water or what's the what's the role of the coaches in this uh function uh,
4: the coaches uh, we we go out we are the boat captain we are in charge of of safety first and foremost Uh, anytime the big motor is started we have to be in the driver's seat in control okay Uh, outside of that um they really want the the high school the kids to to do the trolling motor and to make the decisions on where you go and where to fish and and uh, all of that but as far as us we sit in the boat and we get to watch all day and it's uh it it hurts the soul for eight hours to sit in the boat and not make a cast but but that's our 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 job is just to make sure that they give place safe to safe and okay.
0: Yeah, but there's only so many coaches. So what happens? I mean, when you've got th- those four or five teams out there, do you have parents? I mean, th- that become a coach at that point or?
4: Yeah, we have uh like um uh, we have some coaches that come with us. Uh, my dad, he'll substitute. He has a boat, and if we have a team that want to go and we don't have a boat captain for them, he's for he's the first one to volunteer. He's retired now, and he's the first one to volunteer. Right. And so uh, we have a lot of um, the fishing community is really generous about that, and there's always guys that are willing to come and help, uh, whether they have somebody on the team or not. Well, right. there's especially you know in the fishing community, you see, you see people just right. asking if they can help.
0: Sure, sure. Gino, let's go pay a bill. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll get. One of the youngsters in here, we'll figure out which one's going to go tee it up. And uh, we're we just going to sock up through and have a good time. Give us a call if you want to talk to the Soddy Daisy High School Fishing Team. I'm
5: down to my last Pop-Tart, and the Shell Station got the last of my catch. I couldn't afford much gas,
3: because I had to fill up the cooler in the back. And the sun says 10 miles
5: till I, till I hit
2: the lake on my road. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Picks and Pike. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give him a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the
0: season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsman'swarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late.
2: Bates fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Baidies. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Babies can formulate special blends for your customers by the palette. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Call Baidies for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Baidies Fertilizer. 472-5491 472-5491 and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com Lazy yellow
0: moon coming up to tonight shining through the trees Crickets are singing and lightning bugs are floating on the breeze Baby, it Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Got a house Scott full of, I hope you're watching us on Facebook Live. Going to come straight to the phones to Tony. Hey, Tony, how you doing?
6: I'm doing good, sir.
0: How can we help you this morning?
6: This coach, as you well know, I've turned a fish for over 40 years. But he said something that kind of a lot of people might not have caught It hit home. Their season runs from September through May. Yep. Which means their catch and release, uh, percentage will be extremely higher than most tournament targets. And, uh, I have to applaud them for that.
0: Uh, yeah, there's no doubt, uh, cause you're not putting that summer heat and stress on, on the, on the bass. So there's no doubt that they definitely have a, uh, a much better, um, survival rate.
6: Yeah, cause this time of year when, uh, they're out there catching fish at 25 foot of water, with water temperatures in the high 60s, and they release them into 85 to 90 degree water temperatures. You know, it, the stress on them is just ridiculous. And uh, very impressed. I, I like the fact that uh, they got boat captains that are always in charge of the big motor. Right. And uh, very impressive. Good. Thank you, Tony. Love your show, and that crazy guy that sits over beside you. We ain't gonna talk about him right now, but
0: <laughs> that would be that would no. be you. No. Yes, what no was the question. I, I
6: love Rob. He's a great guy. <laughs> All
0: right, thanks, Tony.
6: And y'all got a great show, and I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, man. All right, we have in here now. Uh, we got. Uh, let me make sure I got the names right. Uh, Tyne Massingill, right? And then we have Brandon Bates, yes, sir. two two young men that are going to the nationals. Now, where's the nationals going to be? Can I talk? You know, lean up to the microphone. They this year on Kentucky Lake. Kentucky Lake, home of the Asian carp. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, we had a a whole meeting on that yesterday. Very, very much discussing that issue. So, uh, you guys have fished to Kentucky Lake before?
1: Yes, sir. We have. We've had three or four tournaments up there. Uh, whether that be in the State Trail or Nationals last year where we also qualified.
0: That's that's big water up there.
1: Yes, the lake is very big. Uh,
0: Some of the roughest,
2: uh,
0: I guess, times I've spent on the water has been on Kentucky Lake. Uh, That wind comes, you know, there's nothing to stop it.
2: No, it's all prairie out there. That wind comes down and turns that into a frothing, foaming bowl of big waves
0: now i do have a question have you guys you you fished at kentucky lake have you experienced the asian carp issue
7: yes we have and it is very bad and getting worse we were at nationals last year and we went and marked a massive school of fish and we sat there and fished for what 10 minutes yeah and about that time 30 40 asian carp started jumping all around the boat and it was just it was over we we
1: left that we spot left. immediately. We left.
7: Immediately.
2: Well, can't you weigh those in? I mean, don't those count? It's a fish. I mean,
7: <laughs> you would uh, think, yeah. but uh they're bigger than most bass, but
0: <laughs> just a bit. Did they? Uh, have you have you experienced the driving through them and where they're jumping as you're driving through?
1: Yes, we have, and it, it can be dangerous too. Because I mean, one of those can come out of the water and hit you. And I mean, if you're by yourself and you go unconscious, it can it can turn dangerous really quick.
0: That's why those kill switches are so important on mm-hmm. the boats.
2: And and life preservers.
0: And life preservers, absolutely. Uh and and I know that they have the uh, the rule where if the big motor's running you've got to have a life jacket on. Do they, does it do they expand that for you guys? Do you have to wear life jackets all the time or is it just when the big motor's running?
7: It's only when the big motor's running, but if they catch you and the big motor's running, they don't even have to be in gear, it just has to be just has to be rolling. You are you automatically to, disqualified. Yeah,
1: and that's the way target. it should be. Yeah.
0: That's that's going to make it. That's going to make a point. Now I uh, and, and there's a lot of debate on the, the inflatables versus not. But I I just I've gotten to the point where I just wear one all the time. I just do not take one off, and and I wear an inflatable. But the and the reason is is uh is matter of fact, a good friend of mine that died just a a, a month ago or so. uh He was in here doing the show, and and he had been off his boat several times. And every time it was when the trolling motor was down, not when the big motor. Mm-hmm. And cause, you know, he's, he's got the trolling motor down and he's, he's trolling fishing and the trolling motor hits a rock or a stump or something and stops and he just kept going. And, uh, and so it's gotten to the point where I just said to heck with it. I'm just going, if, if, if I'm on a boat, I'm going to wear one.
1: Going back to the life preserver thing that um, was brought up, our state director, David Lowry does a great job. I mean, at off, if he checks our kill switches, live wells i mean life jackets everything to make sure everything's good to go if your life jacket has a tear in it you have to get a new life jacket i mean if it's not in pristine condition it will make you get a new life jacket so you don't take any chances at risking
2: anything well that's a good thing i mean i mean safety first i mean you're out there to have fun and and fishing's a lot of fun and y'all i'm sure y'all have a big time out on the water but you know make sure ensuring that you do it safely is a really good thing so you know sure
0: yes, so, what do you guys what what's your what's the biggest thing about the the bass fishing team that you're enjoying?
1: I mean, just the group of guys that are on the team. I mean, they've really became like family because I can call any of them at any given time and hey, guys, you want to go fishing? And I mean, we'll all meet up sometimes and go fishing for hours upon hours. And I mean,
7: it's nothing but a good time. Or hey, bro, my truck broke down. Can you come get me? <laughs> Every single one of us will be there. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's cool. The camaraderie that goes along with the fishing. I think that, that goes along with all outdoor sports, but you know, especially with the outdoors, you know, hunting, fishing, you break down and yeah, somebody's going to help you. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Now you're still competitive when you guys go out on the water against each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're
2: yeah. friends off the water, but
7: <laughs> <laughs> on the water, yeah, on the, the water is a different story now.
0: So uh, what's the most exciting thing that's happened to you while fishing uh, in the tournament?
7: Probably this year I caught. My personal best, which is 9 pounds. Oh. caught it on Nickajack. Right after, I was fishing with Brandon here, and we were sitting there fishing, and he hooks into something that was huge. We get it up to the boat, and it was about a, what, 40-pound drum? Yeah, it was about a 40, 30-pound drum. And I make another cast while he's still trying to get it out of the net, and I hook into that 9-pounder, and it was... I thought I had another 40 pound drum. When he hooked it,
1: I was like, Oh, I don't need to get the net. It's a drum. And then it came up and we, we were like, mm, Maybe a bass.
7: So, so we had a 40 pound drum and a nine pound bass sitting in the bottom of the boat.
2: <laughs> wow. 40 pound drum was probably a lot of fun, wasn't oh, it? Yes, it well, was. let, let me go ahead and ask the question. Where'd you catch him? Nick Jack. No, you say in the mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the you, ne- you never was- tell. You never tell where you were. Just
7: yeah. No, I was on the lake.
2: Yeah. There you go in Tennessee. In Tennessee, you know, there on the you go. lake in Tennessee. Northern hemisphere. Mhm. Okay, got gotcha. you. <laughs> America.
0: There you go. See so you you're learning now.
2: So what's y'all's favorite what I I know y'all go to many many different lakes. What what's your favorite? and What's your favorite? I mean, I know everybody's is going to differ, but what what's your favorite?
7: Mine's got to be Nickajack. That's where I caught my biggest fish. Um so Okay, fair enough. It's I'll have to go with Chickamauga just cuz it's big bass factory.
1: It any I mean I, I love fishing on Chickamauga during the winter because that's when they're at their, like their big giant state. And I feel like on Chickamauga, it's one of those magical places where on any given cast, you can catch a 10 plus pounder. And I mean, it, it really gets you pumping when you hook into a big fish and you don't know if it's 10 pounds or 2 pounds. I mean, they just gets me going every
7: time.
0: Is there any, uh, any part of Chickamauga you like better? Is it the Hawassi where the big fish are or is it? You know, I remember the uh, FLW tournament that was here not too long ago, and um, everybody always talked about going to Hawassi, going to Hawassi. Well, the guy that won it actually never left the lower end of the water. He actually caught all of his fish in Harrison Bay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's it just kind of blew that whole theory of go to the Hawassi, go to the Hawassi. Yeah, that's the thing.
7: I mean, anywhere on that lake has massive fish. It doesn't matter, upper end, mm-hmm. lower end. Mm-hmm creek does
0: what's your best top water deep water yeah, top water that's the most go. fun
7: i my what i'm best at
1: now i've i've grown to like fishing deep water because that's okay. all i've done since about may and uh back to the tournament thing i feel on this lake it's not really about finding the fish it's just about breaking them down because i mean on any given spot there's the tournament winning bags on every it on a lot of spots and i feel like if you can figure out those fish, not you just gotta be throwing something nobody else is throwing. Because I mean, you can go to the biggest community hole in the lake, and the winning bag's there. You just gotta trick them into biting.
0: Oh wait a minute! So you're saying just not anybody? You have to actually work at this and think your way through it. Oh yeah. Ah, that's my problem. For sure.
2: I just go, There I just, we go.
0: I just go throw crap out there and see if I can catch.
2: Well, maybe that's yeah. what we're doing wrong. I mean, I just go out there throw a big popper, and if they don't eat that, go to a wooly bugger, and if they don't eat that, they're not eating. <laughs>
7: That's the thing. Everybody gives you a bunch of, gives you a bunch of crap for. Oh, fishing's just luck. Fishing's just luck. Anybody can go out there and d- no, no. <laughs> no. There's a lot more to it than luck. And I feel the reason why people say
1: that is, when people think about fishing, they think about a worm and a bobber and a hook and a sinker.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: That's not it. Yeah, it's just right. not what we do.
0: Well, and uh, honestly, the people don't give fishermen credit for the physical aspect of it too, but. Mm-hmm. You're talking about up and down, keeping your balance, eight wavy hours. water, eight hours. Uh, I mean, I, I fished one tournament with one guy, and I didn't think he was going to stop. I'm like, dude, I mean, relax for 30 seconds. No, got to got to throw, got to throw. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot more to it.
2: I mean, you know, especially with the repetitive motion of the, the casting. I mean, you know, blow out your shoulder or something. You yeah. don't want to do that. I mean, you know, you hear that pop across the river, and you know, up. Oh. Yeah. They're a rotator cuff.
1: You got to go home now. Yep. Another thing I like about the team in specific is fishing is one of those uh, sports and activities where anybody can do it. I mean, there's pro fishermen that I know. One of them is Clay Dyer. He doesn't have arms or legs. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's a pro bass fisherman. I mean, that's just and crazy. That, he's
0: he's a good pro bass, he's bass. Good. Fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I watched Clay and I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean. Here's a guy that's got challenges like you can't imagine, and he's still out there. Overcome just, him to do what he loves. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: But you still got to be smart and know where the fish are and what they're going to eat. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Guys, you've restored my faith in the youth, I have to admit. Mm-hmm. Every time I get a little, you know, after teaching some college classes, I'm like, oh, my First gosh, this did. is our youth I'm coming up. I, and I have guys like you in and... Some some kids on some shooting teams, and it's like, yeah, my faith
2: is restored. It's refreshing. It is. It, it is. is.
0: All right, we're going to get a couple more of your teammates in here and uh, and continue the conversation. We'll get you back in here before the show's over. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back. Tony Centers outdoors. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. I weigh 153 and lead highway. how you Chronic wasting disease affects
2: white-tailed deer, mule deer, elk, and moose populations in many states. We are CWD-free in Tennessee and are counting on hunters to keep it that way. Remember, if you hunt out of state for big-game animals, it's very important that you learn the proper way to bring those harvested animals home. New restrictions are in place for good reason. Learn more at tnwildlife.org. Please help us keep Tennessee CWD-free.
5: to count running up nonstop. They ought to me my old parking spot. I can't fit another plug in my tackle box. It's always under construction. For all my weapons of bass destruction.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I got We've reloaded with, foot foot. with some of the Saudi Daisy High School feet. fishing team. In the house now we have Jake Fahoffer and Bailey Ferris. How are you guys doing this morning?
5: We're very good. Yeah, pretty
3: good.
0: Very morning. good and pretty good. You're only good because somebody's going to take you to breakfast here in a little while, right? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're on to food. Oh, well, of course we are. It's 540. We've waited long enough. Yeah, probably. The uh, So you guys have been on the team how long?
5: We, I know how
0: long you've been on. We
5: have been on here. it since, uh, or I've been on it since freshman year.
0: Okay, which is what? One year, two year, three years, three years? Four years. Four years, so you're senior? Yes, sir. You excited?
5: Uh, Already, I mean, I'm not ready to get out of high school, but good for you. I'm done to be with the work. I'm glad to be done with the work.
0: So, um, you're done with the work. Well, just you got one more year, don't yes, you?
5: Gotta, I'm <laughs> done with high school. I'm just done doing dual enrollment now.
0: Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. I, I understand now. That makes sense. Stuff, another things that they didn't have when.
2: Yeah, he's got mom cable, mom food, mom yeah. laundry. Yeah, that's that's Stay the home. way to live. Stay at home till you're 40. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents will love you for it. So so are you guys excited about heading to the Nationals?
8: I am. You know, me and Bailey has been partners since our freshman year, so we're going into our fourth year as partners, and uh, we've qualified all three years. So it kind of puts a little pressure on us now to make it our fourth year, and I don't think there's been very many teams to do that.
0: So So, uh, what's your hope, to win? Is that your goal?
8: Absolutely, I'd love to win. All
0: yeah. right, how close have you come before?
8: Our top place finish in the national championship, sixty eighth, I think. That's out of two hundred. Yeah,
0: I was getting boats. her to say several hundred yeah. boats. That's that's pretty darn good when you think about that.
2: How does the tournament work? So, is there a cut if you're below a certain Let's say there's two hundred boats. So, the first day they take, you know, they cut the what bottom hundred and let the next hundred fish. If there's two hundred, or what's the cut?
5: Uh we started on Thursday, don't we? Yeah, we start on Thursday. We start on Thursday and no matter what, you get to fish Thursday and Friday, but only the top percentage get to fish Saturday. Okay. Like the top twenty five okay. or twelve twelve teams. Twelve teams. Twelve teams? Yes.
0: Okay, so it's much like um Is this a BASS circuit? That's mm-hmm. Okay, so, so yeah. it's it's like, like, like
2: the BASS. Thing. Okay. So you gotta be in the top twelve to continue on then? Sure. Oh.
0: So uh, since you guys have been fishing for four years together, you've probably learned each other's um, fishing styles, or have have your fishing styles adapted to fish with each other?
8: Yeah, we both fish a whole lot alike. We've always kind of fished together. We've known, we've known each other since first grade, so we've always been on the water together, and we have really learned to fish with each other and very good with each other.
0: So how come is it you ended up gravitating to fishing, and and all of your other friends gravitated to other things and stuff like that? Because I mean, not everybody goes out and fishes. And so what 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 drove you to fishing? What made it interesting to you?
8: Well, I don't know if I really had a choice. My dad put me out there when I was, couldn't even walk. So
0: fair enough.
8: And I really love it, just being out there and just being outside. I mean,
0: what about you?
5: I just always, you know, I'll play baseball i wrestle and i play football and whenever i just didn't have nothing to do i'd go out fishing and every time i went out fishing i'd either go out with jake or just with my parents and ever since then me and jake just you know always wanted to go fish together and
0: so jake's dad got you fishing too uh
5: well <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean he got me into bass fishing right like tournaments right but before that i would just go out and bobber fish and
0: now do either one of you hunt at all
5: yeah, we
8: both hunt a little bit.
2: Hunt bass or hunt actual game?
0: Game. Yeah.
8: Oh,
2: okay. All right. Just checking. Cause. So what's your favorite hunting? Um, I like it all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I had to
8: pick a favorite right now, I mean, probably deer hunting. Really? I like going to the tree stand.
2: Cool. That's fun. All right. Let me ask you, favorite lake? I like Norris Lake. Okay. What's your favorite? Center Hill. Okay, we got different answers. Mm -hmm. Center Hill and
5: Norris. Why Norris? Well, there's just when you go out there and you go fishing and you look down, there's schools of 50 smallmouth, three and four pounds. Just no matter what you throw in the water, they'll eat it. It's just a fun lake, and smallmouth is always just a fun fish to catch because they're...
2: They have attitude.
5: Yes. They go jumping three feet out of the water. It's just fun to catch them.
2: All right, why Center Hill?
8: three our freshman year we uh, were fishing center hill and we went pre-fishing the weekend before and fished three days and caught three keepers in those three days and uh, I really didn't like the lake going into the tournament and everything and then we had one little pattern kind of figured out and me and him went out and the first two hours we had like one bite and then we went to this one spot and just started catching them and figured them out and we ended up winning with 15 and a half pounds There, nice,
2: nice. Well, that would make me like the the lake too. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, do do y'all use different techniques? I'm I'm sure you do. I mean, uh, favorite technique, shallow, deep. What's your favorite? I like fishing riprap. Okay, how about you?
8: Um, I'm really more of a shallow fisherman, like I would say, but you know, I'm really, I really like finesse. So, I'm sitting in sometimes like on center hill, I'll be sitting in 100 foot of water. Only fishing fifteen feet down.
0: Hmm. Interesting. What's your what's your go-to lure? When all else fails. Uh. Oh, let me back. Let me ask a different way. How many how many rods do you have rigged when you hit the water for a tournament?
5: 15, 20.
0: Okay. So what's the first one you're going to pick up? You
5: know, uh, we always have a tight on no matter what. It's, we always have a shaky head.
0: Okay.
8: Yeah, I mean first rods i always go to spin rod because i just love finesse fishing and you no, know, i'm really gotten good at it over the last couple
0: of years interesting uh you know i i'm i've always been real good at, at at shallow right at the bank stuff and uh and i love i love finessing uh but it's it's like no matter what there'll be a bunch of rods but there's always got that one when all else fails i go back to that you know and and try to get myself regrounded so
8: you know as us being tournament anglers and always fishing different times of the year and going to all these different lakes we have to really be able to do it all to be successful at it but you know we always always have our favorite
0: sure sure what's uh what's the most exciting things ever happened besides winning a tournament uh happened on the water to you
5: i know the first one is whenever we're fishing nickajack with tyne and Brandon. Uh, I think we t- we called them and they had told us they had caught a big fish and we went over and went and talked to them and just talked about what all we were doing and they were doing one thing and we were sort of kind of doing similar things but we just weren't catching any fish so we completely changed up our what we were doing and we went all the way right below the dam we caught 15 and a half pounds of spotted bass cool nice
0: that's the advantage of having a team out there working together. Absolutely. So, and I don't know, there's a, is the is there individual awards and team awards? Is that how it works on these tournaments?
8: Some tournaments are like that. Um, you'll have, like, a team with the total weight of all the team members that bring it in, but it's always, you'll always have an individual individual reward.
0: Okay. So you do have the, the, the individual medalist and then the, the team. So are you guys excited about the trip to the Nationals, or does it become an old hat to you now?
5: Um, I still get excited.
8: I, I'm right really excited about it. You know.
2: Good. Good. All right. Let me ask. Let me ask the question. Float and fly on Center Hill or the frog bite on Gunnersville?
8: That's a tough one, right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: And I love frog fishing too, but. Uh, center hill's got to go okay i just love those big old smallmouths
2: you are correct the frog bite was the incorrect answer so very good (laughs) i didn't know there was a correct incorrect answer i'm sorry i've been up to center hill and i've seen those guys use that float and fly and catch these monster smallmouth out of center hill i mean these just river donkeys that come up from the bottom and they're just these huge big three and four pound smallies that just have attitude and are just it's an effective way to fish, especially in the cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a cold weather pattern, let's be honest. And the frog bite's a summer thing, so you know it kind of tells you where you're at. So.
8: And a lot of times we are fishing in cold weather. I mean, I've had it before where our front deck of the boat's completely white from snow. and sitting out there fishing tournaments. and
2: You're dipping your rod in the water to get the right. ice out of the guides. and mm-hmm. uh, Tip, chapstick. Don't know if you all know that one or not. Chapstick or uh, cooking spray will also keep the ice out of your guides get some pam you know Mm -hmm. smell buttery all day make you hungry (laughs) we're always hungry anyways yeah i kind of figured y'all are teenagers so yeah
0: all right we're going to go pay a bill and when we come back i'm gonna get the coaches back in here for the short segment and then uh we'll uh get some boys back in here at the top of the hour tony sanders outdoors we'll be
2: right back Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Bates Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
0: 423 280 3677. I just about jumped into that kiss my bass one. I just, I was, I was ready to go. I was waiting for you. I I just, I was ill prepared. Timing was bad. You know, normally we're promoting the heck out of the uh, Friends of the NRA banquet that's coming up. Saturday when we were here last time we had eighty eight seats and I told you Mm -hmm. I don't remember if it was on the air Eh, that's I'm 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 pretty good at that yeah Monday afternoon by three o'clock I had eight seats left just boom sold so uh, we have we we've we've got somebody that is needs to back out so I have a about twelve seats left. So if you're interested, give me a call at 567-4801. 567 will hook you up. But that's next Saturday, the 21st of July at the Weston, new location. I just was down there for the uh, commission meeting, and I really like the hotel. Looking forward to it. But uh, there are you, – you cannot go online to buy tickets. There's, it's listed as sold out. The only way you can get them is by giving me a call at five six seven forty eight zero one.
2: Also, on a Thursday of this week, uh, Trout Unlimited is going to be having their uh, meeting. Uh, You don't have to be a member if you just want to show up and just hang out with a whole bunch of trout fishermen. It's going to be at two squares on Amnicola. I Uh, heard it's
0: going to be a phenomenal speaker.
2: uh, Well, it's actually going to be more of a demonstration, a fly tying demonstration by a uh, local fly tire who's, uh, okay, so going to be demonstrating a few patterns.
0: So what what are you going to be tying for him? Dude,
2: I, I, I'm gonna be tying probably. I'm thinking a soft hackle, possibly a version of the soft hackle, and I'm thinking maybe a brim killer and a wooly booger. So I'm gonna go simple flies that people can learn to tie real quick. And if they want to cool. get into tying, these are simple, and I can show them the techniques, and they can go home and do it.
0: We got the coaches back in here: Jess, by Hopper, and Roy Massengill. Massengill, I'm getting not Gill, <laughs> Gill. Um how can people help i mean you got we talked we alluded to the money earlier it's a lot of money to run a fishing team and uh i know you've got some shirts in here and you've got some sponsors and things like that but how can people help you
3: um uh, yeah we're always welcome and open to help both at the the school level and at the the trail level uh, you know the the biggest thing is to people to get engaged with their local clubs. Uh, as far as Saudi Daisy, you can reach us out on uh, Facebook, um, and, and look for SDHS Bass Team, uh, as in Saudi Daisy High School Bass Team. Uh, we got a Facebook page. You can message us uh, and and learn how you can get involved. We have uh, a a lot of interest in the community. We had uh, participated in the Saudi Daisy Fourth of July celebration and met quite a few uh, great community members that uh, wanted to get involved and uh, wanted anything from financial support to uh, providing uh, boat captain services so you know if you're an angler out there that wants to help get engaged with these kids uh, you know we're not all about the money you know if you have a boat there's plenty of kids we have to turn away unfortunately because they don't have access to a boat um so, you know, so I
0: I could come out and bring a boat, and uh, I know that I'm, I'm sure there's some background checks you got to go through, but I could come out and 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 offer a boat up, and if you if if that's what you needed,
3: right. Now, you know, like you just said, there's uh, some. Qualifications that we need to go through as far as your insurance that you have, sure. uh, and, and the boat condition, boater safety, and and all that good stuff. Because uh, uh, believe it or not, these parents are a little bit hesitant to throw their kids into these performance machines without knowing who's driving the boat. Hey, yeah,
0: <laughs> let let me throw my my precious boy into. Uh into a, a boat hurtling down the river at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Somebody I have no idea who it is. With big
2: jumping Asian carp. Yeah, with yeah, big yeah. jumping Asian carp. Exactly. Back. My
4: wife is nervous to do that with me, and she knows me, so. Yeah. It's not a stranger. It's yeah. anybody that goes 70 miles an hour on the water with their baby. Yeah, you know? yeah their baby boy, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Or it's because she does know you, Roy. That's
4: yeah. true, true. <laughs> she lives with me. I, she knows.
3: <laughs> no, but, uh, again, you reach us out on Facebook, uh, SDHS Bass Team. Uh, I just you, I just
0: locked it myself so. Okay. Uh,
3: thank you and uh and also reach out to the trails. Uh we have the TBN Southeast and the TBN Youth for the state and the regional uh trails that uh, we'd be more than happy to get all the help we can get.
0: Good. All right, Robert, anything here? We've got uh, about a minute to wrap it up here this first hour. Uh goes by fast, doesn't it, guys?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was very impressed with the uh, TWA meeting yesterday and the information they we've been mentioning, the Asian carp, and uh, TWA has formulated a g- really good plan. Uh, they're doing a lot of testing and sampling, and they've got a mitigation process that's ongoing, and they're testing some new things, and the uh, uh, press conference yesterday gave a lot of really great information about what the TWA is doing to mitigate this uh, invasive species.
0: Yeah, we're very serious about uh, the Asian carp, and we're seeing what's happening. And I know two months ago we authorized a half a million dollars, and uh, we're looking to, to get more funding. So it's a, it's it's a problem, and you guys are headed to one of the worst problems there are, and that's Kentucky Lake. All right, Gino, first hour's in the can. Tony Sanders Outdoors will back after the top of the hour break. If I can make
4: a nickel off a of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. i have been wheeling and be
0: Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob feel Pratula. Back in the wild again.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Right Having a good time home. this morning with We're the Saudi Daisy High School fishing team. And these are uh, a fine group of young men and coaches. It's been actually kind of nice.
2: It's been very refreshing to see such nice young men, especially at this hour of the morning. Oh, yeah. Very early
0: in the morning. Very early. For high schoolers, especially. And they were either promised food or fishing. I don't know which. Or both. <laughs> or both. Or both, <laughs> or both yes. <laughs> hey, we have, uh, we have one returning voice, Brandon Bates, and then one new voice, Logan Phillips. Now, I gotta tell you my history with Logan here. Okay. When I had my knees replaced, I'm in the, the rehab facility, and the lady that is torturing the heck out of me, <laughs>
2: Oh, a physical therapist? Y- yes. Yeah, the, the terrorist. The terrorist. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, she tells me in, in moments of, of pain and agony about her grandson who likes to fish. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I don't care.
2: Because she's bending you like Gumby. Yeah, I mean, okay.
0: Yeah, we're going from, from straight knees to trying to get to completely bent knees, and I, I don't care. But anyway, so over the course of... of of eight weeks of hell that she put me through she keeps telling me about her grandson and how he's just eat up with fishing Mm -hmm. just eat up and Logan, how old are you now
8: uh i'm 17
0: so this would have been roughly three years ago Mm -hmm. um so he was you know he was 14 years old he's eat up with fishing well when i got discharged from the facility and then i'm still going back doing therapy i had just Bags of stuff that that we've been given through the years mm-hmm. as, for for whatever, so I just fix this bag of junk up and take it to her and say, "Here, give this to your grandson and 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 see what he can do with it." And uh, and I know uh, she told me how excited you were to get all this stuff because I mean it was lures. I mean it was a bunch of stuff I put in there. Right. I think a, I think there was a few uh, Alabama rigs that I oh. put in there. Or I mean it was a bunch of stuff. And it was just, again, stuff that I'd accumulated through the years that people have given us as media, whatever, and, and, uh, and he put it to use. And, and then uh, he friends me on Facebook not long thereafter, and then
2: every day it's pictures of him holding fish. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering if he actually goes to school. That's what I'm debating, I, I if don't there's think truancy does. involved. I'm thinking there's a lot of truancy involved because all I see are fish, I don't see any any other it, it's fish, period. It's like all fish all the time. Are you actually in class? Oh, I I go to school. He does not <laughs> attend school. <laughs> okay, now we've got the truth. All right. So, Logan, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How'd you?
0: I'm good. Good. It's so happy to to see uh, uh, somebody that was so excited about fish and still excited these all these years later. And uh, and and now you're qualified for the nationals. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's really cool. Are you it's excited? Be in my first year. You excited? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When uh, uh, what's what's your plan? You're headed to to Kentucky Lake, which is a challenging lake at best.
8: Yeah, we. I mean, we've me and Brandon's fished a couple times before, but it's going to be different and a lot more people on the water. So it's going to be it's going to be a show.
0: How many people are how many how many boats will there be on this in this tournament?
1: Two
2: hundred fifty okay. to three hundred boats. Wow! Yeah, and the top, tw- what was it? The top twelve move on from there. Third day, correct. Third day, correct. Third
0: day all wow! Right. So you guys have got to be in the top twelve. That's all. Yeah. You don't have to win it on, on Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it is. You just got to be in the top twelve. You can't win it
1: on Wednesday and Thursday, but you can sure lose it. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right.
0: So what's your what's your plan? You're going to head to the, you're going to head there. What's what's your what's your day one plan?
1: Uh, we're, we're hoping to be out deep. That's where we, that's where we feel confident. So if if we find some good fish out deep, I think we can have a good shot at catching them.
0: That's where the big ones hang too. Yes, sir. Go out there and, what what kind of, what kind of, what kind of bag is it going to take? Uh, I'm, I'm, it is, it is a five fish limit. Yes, sir.
1: Based on last year, last year, I feel like the weights are going to be down because there's just a lot of factors going into it. It's August. These fish are been beat up on all year, especially on Kentucky Lake. fishing pressure is tremendous i feel like uh 20 pounds 20 plus pounds a day will get you there for the win but if you have 15 plus a day you'll make you'll be in the top top half of the field i think but a lot of guys there catch them so there's really no telling last year it took 25 pounds on the first day and the guys who caught 25 pounds on the first day zeroed the second day so there's really no telling
0: right who um who's your biggest competition
1: Jake Byhoffer and Bailey Ferris out in
8: the, out in the waiting
1: room. (laughs) Yeah.
8: (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to be honest.
0: (laughs) All right. So there we go. So the biggest competitions is, is your own teammates. Mm -hmm.
8: Yes, sir. We got to worry about
1: them more than anybody else. There's some great fishermen.
0: So how long, um, when you guys are fishing in a tournament like this, how long before you scrap what you're doing and try something different?
8: We mix it up. I mean, we we try something. If it doesn't work, then we just move on. I mean, it's just.
0: So are you two fishing two different styles, or are you, or two different lures? Because I guess if you're going deep, you have to both go pretty much deep. Yeah. Well,
1: what we're hoping to do is on practice, kind of dial them in, and then Logan's Logan likes throwing a drop shot, and I'm more of a big bait power fishing kind of guy, like big J, crank bait, stuff like that. So if he can take care of the limit, I feel like I can get a couple decent bites today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. That's a plan.
2: All right, I got a I got a serious question for you. You know, y'all are getting on up there in age. You're going to graduate sometime soon. All right, you just start. You're getting on up in age at 17. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, you. Some of you are either graduated, doing dual enrollment, whatever. Then I dug be.
0: him up out of the grave to bring him in here to do the show. If y'all are getting on up there, sorry. <laughs> oh,
2: oh well. please continue. No, go ahead. What it, are y'all looking at? Maybe getting on to a bass fishing team in college. Uh, uh, have you had any offers? Are people out there scouting y'all when you're at these tournaments? What what goes on with the college recruitment?
1: Uh, well, that's another thing about the national championship. I know last year there were a lot of college coaches there. And I mean, why wouldn't they be? It's the top 10% of the highest goingers in the nation. I mean, that's where your elites are going to be. So I, f- I feel like uh, if you do good at this tournament, it will give you a lot of exposure to those guys. And I, I think this year... The grand prize is actually a full ride to Bethel,
2: isn't it? Yeah. Bethel University up there in Paris? Or not, uh, uh, McKenzie. McKenzie, sorry. I believe that's the grand
1: prize, so. Nice.
0: That's not a bad, that's not a shabby deal. No. Mm -mm. Not only is, is Bethel one of only a few schools that actually offer complete full ride scholarships, um, and they treat it as a sport and not a club, mm-hmm. um, but they are uh, a darn good fishing
2: team too. Yes, sir. And you get a good education there too. Oh yeah,
0: that's not a bad deal. No, were you looking at?
2: Um, I thought about Tennessee Tech.
8: Okay, not a good fishing team. Tech's the goal for most of us.
0: Really? Huh. Then Tech ought to put me on the recruiting program here. Then
2: hey, <laughs> Eastern won. My alma mater won a couple of years ago. Won it all, college. Eastern Kentucky University also has a really good fishing team. Just throwing that out there.
0: Yeah, Tennessee Tech looks cool, and it matches
2: already yeah. matches our colors. Hey, you, maroon and white, baby, maroon and white.
1: And I also want, when I go to college, I want to be away, like not too far away, but kind of away, give me something uh, different to look at.
2: What you want to be, let me tell you, as a college professor, let me tell you right now, and having gone through a lot of college, you want to be three hours away. You're close enough to do mom laundry, do mom cable, go home on the weekends and eat mom food, but far enough away to know where mom's not going to drop in on you unannounced. <laughs> so that's the perfect.
0: So you're saying Tennessee Tech's too close. They need to look at Eastern, right?
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Austin P. You know, go a little bit further. Go a little bit further.
0: Hey, we're talking fishing. Uh, what is it you want to do with your adult life?
8: Um i would love to become a professional but i mean that doesn't work out i'm sure i'll be fishing tournaments every week Mm -hmm. weekend yeah i think
1: again that's the goal for most of us on the fishing team is we would all love to go as would every fisherman go professional but i'm looking since i'm looking at tennessee tech some sort of engineering Mm -hmm. major
0: i'm a tech graduate so I'm, i'm happy to hear the tech stuff yes sir um you know but i i think it's i think it's realistic uh the chances of going pro in anything is it is a very steep pyramid very few people make it and uh and it doesn't mean that you don't shoot for that doesn't mean you don't try for that but you got to have a backup plan and uh and and I think that's a, a good approach yes
2: sir uh, and especially if you can get an education while you're doing something you love at the same time and get paid to do it that's you know a win 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 right there so
0: so um so the tournament's coming up at the end of the end of the month so you got about 2 weeks. Yes sir. What uh, what are you going to do in the next 2 weeks? What's what's um, the plan?
1: Probably to get out on, on Chickamauga, which I know Kentucky's a way different fishery. I mean they set up different, do the Asian carp and stuff like that. And we we don't have to deal with that here so we're looking at a whole lot of new stuff up there that we can't prepare for here. I mean, but probably just go out deep try to figure out a couple more things improve on some skills that we already have and hopefully it'll help us up there at kentucky
0: the um asian carp how's that changed fishing i feel like it moves
1: them around a lot more because i mean especially when they're spawning and stuff i i i think the asian carp eat they disrupt the uh beds and stuff i think that's what i've heard but I feel like it just moves them around a lot because, I mean, I know that the bass don't feed on the grown ones because they're too big. Right. And I feel like the Asian carp also moved the shad out of the area, so if there's no shad to, for the bass to eat, they wouldn't be there.
2: Gotcha. Well, cool. the shad and the carp are feeding on the same zooplankton. Yeah, so, so. They, they have a lot of competition.
0: I yeah. wonder if the bass eat the baby Asians.
2: The, they do. They do. I looked I looked it up yesterday during the uh uh, press conference. I was looking up natural predators of Asian carp, and largemouth actually eat the fry. But like you said, once they get to you know like full grown size, there's you know no way a bass can yeah. down one of them.
0: Too bad they, the bass. We, that's what we need to do is just stock a bunch of bass and just let them eat them the heck out.
1: That's what they talked about doing aggressively stocking uh, aggressively stocking bass, and it, they. I, I just don't know what they're going to do about that whole situation because it's kind of. An overload now. I feel like there's no stopping it. It's just getting
2: worse. Well, TWA's got a plan. Do do they? Uh, yes, they do. Very very good one, in fact. So,
0: all right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders outdoors.
3: If the White House was in Texas, man, we'd get a straighter answer. they let us smoke what we want have a lot less cash. There'd be much more sons could be proud of. We'd have half the crown. We'd have twice the fun with a few more cowboys.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link don't wait too late. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. I weigh 423-280-3677.
2: Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Bates. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Bates for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Bates Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I thought we were going to get you in. On, uh, he's, he's, he's avoiding microphones and headphones.
2: Cameras, he's avoiding it all. Is he wanted? I don't know. Only inside of Daisy. Only inside of Daisy? Okay, well... well. <laughs> I have to let the PD know. You know, I got a, I got a lot of
0: women that are liking the show today. I have a feeling it's a lot of moms. It's
2: because of me. It's,
0: it's
4: because of me. No lack of confidence there.
0: Hey, you know, that's what whatever. Hey, truth uh. hurts, babe. <laughs> <laughs> truth <laughs> hurts. <laughs> he, he's, he's a rock star, right?
4: <laughs> he is the pretty boy on the team. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so what's happening? We got uh, Ton and Dad. That's a... You get to spend a lot of time with him this way.
4: It's it's fantastic. I, I've I've talked a lot about it with some friends. That, uh, it's pretty awesome that I get to spend uh, you know eight hours a day with, in the boat with my son doing something I love to do. And my dad taught me that you know took me when I was little, and now I get to do it with him. And I know he's going to be uh, he's a couple years from graduating. I may not get as many opportunities, so right. it's, it's fantastic to to get to spend that time with him.
0: So, what are you wanting to do when you your next level after you leave high school?
4: I want to be a mechanical
7: engineer. That's the that's the main goal. Okay. But if I become a professional fisherman, that would that would not hurt either. That'd be okay. Yeah, that'd be fine with me.
0: Well, I would suggest you become a mechanical engineer and then a professional and then a fisherman. Project, yeah. I, best advice I ever got. I was my whole goal in life was to be a pilot. And uh and, and I tell the story and, and I was a pilot. I got my pilot's license when I was 17 years old. And uh, I was after high school, I was flying corporate And I was flying for UPS, and I had a buddy of mine say, what are you going to do if you can't fly? And I had never thought about it because, I mean, the thoughts of not flying was not an option. And uh, he convinced me to go ahead and get my college degree while I was flying. And uh, when I I graduated college, I had a a job offer for $28,000 a year. It was a long time ago. Uh, $28,000 a year, and Delta offered me $12,000 a year. That was not a hard decision to make.
7: Doesn't sound like a very hard decision.
0: And uh, and so, but it was, the, the whole trick was, is what's going to happen if you can't fly? And the same thing here. What's going to happen if you're not a professional fisherman? Now, you may you may make a ton of money and become, you know, the next uh, Hank Parker or any of those guys Kevin that are. have yeah, Kevin <laughs> Van Damme. Any of those guys that's got, you know, the longevity. There's a lot of flash in the pans, but there's only a few that keep that going. Uh, But then, again, you may not. And so what's that backup plan? So good for you. Now, where do you want to go to school?
7: Uh, It really depends. I play basketball, so I'm looking for scholarship options. I really just want to go to college. I'm not really too concerned on where right now. Okay. If I had had to choose, it would either be Tennessee Tech or UT.
2: Good. Good. No, no, no. MIT. MIT? MIT. MIT. Best engineering school there is, MIT.
7: Gotcha. I, I wanted. I used they to want to go fish.
2: to he, he, I, Do you know where MIT is? You, you got no clue. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Ooh. Yeah, up that's north. Way up there. Yeah, yeah. They
4: have water up there. They yeah, certain. they got
2: this big thing called the ocean. Yeah, <laughs>
4: saltwater. Yeah, saltwater fish is no fun. If you fall in saltwater fish, it's a uh, fair fight, and that's just. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not in that.
2: Hey, as soon as you enter the, as soon as you enter the surf, you are not the top of the food chain. <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you that right
4: exactly. now. Exactly. About halfway down, I don't like it. <laughs> he he's kind of like me. We we don't like fishing in water we can't stand up in. We we really cater to the shallow water fishing.
0: That makes sense. You know, everybody everybody, everybody has has their deals. So you you do like shallow water. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite plug or lure?
7: Ooh, that's a tough one. Probably a shaky head because you can you can use it year round. It doesn't matter what the conditions are, one time of the year, how hot, how cold. It's
4: you can throw a shakey head and you'll catch fish.
0: Good.
2: That sounds like it's the go-to for a lot of people. It really does. Something about it,
4: especially with lakes with all the pressure that we're getting, especially Chickamauga being, you know, just just recently being raised up to number two in the in the nation. That, that heavy pressure lakes with the finesse techniques really come to play.
2: Well, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense as far as the as far as the the thought process that goes into what am I going to throw? You yeah. you know, they said y- y'all rig twenty some odd rods. You know, go with what. If you're comfortable with a lure and you have, uh, faith in it per se, you're more likely to fish it yeah. better than if you're doing a, uh, something you're not as adept at. You know, maybe you're not as good at fishing the deep water with the, you know, the straight down rig or whatever the case may be. But, you know, if you got faith in it, you tend to fish it a little bit better, in, in my opinion. Yeah, that
4: happened, uh, that happened to him last year in the state, uh, Tennessee State Finals, uh, we went out. uh He had we broke off a limit, a real good limit of fish. It was a two day tournament, and uh, we talked about it the night before. He was kind of down a little bit, and uh, I just said, "Hey, pick up what you're most confident in and go fishing tomorrow," you know. And, and uh he ended up catching a good sack and he got the points to get him into the national championship last year. So it's it's a big big confidence bait for him.
0: Well, and, and uh, having you know having uh, something that you're confident in is is the key. Because when all else is going bad, if you got something you got you can go back to, then you're going to be much better off. No doubt. Um the um I forgot where I was going to go now. Somebody reminded me that we don't give the phone number very much. If you want to call in, 267-1023 to be part of the show. Get a text. What's the number? <laughs> <laughs>
2: We we tend to forget that when we get into these really good conversations with our guests, that uh, when we get really good guests talking, we forget, you know, we, we get so involved talking to the guests, finding out information about y'all, that we sometimes forget to give out that phone number. so
0: And to introduce the fact that we have the Saudi-Daisy High School Fishing Team in here mm-hmm. that are headed to the national championships at the end of the month at uh, Kentucky Lake, mm-hmm. which is going to be a, a challenge unto itself
4: it will definitely be a challenge it was last year uh we had uh we fished the first day the second day was canceled due to some really bad weather the way it water got really really nasty and uh they actually canceled it uh, for the second day so everybody went into the third day and uh, the third day the water was windy and uh we i nosed the boat three times with these guys the first time they didn't know what to think and then second time it was kind of a, a wee factor you know every time we did it and they were like, yeah, let's do it again. I said, that's not Not as much fun for the guy driving the boat it is you guys just hanging on.
2: Putting three gallons of water in the front. Of the yeah. yeah. Your, deck, so, your front deck is yeah. just, so just soaking wet. Yeah, the boys, soaking the boys
4: with, are yeah. soaking wet. Of course, it was, you know, 180 degrees. So it and felt good. So it, it was wasn't good. too bad on us.
0: Yeah, the the whole uh, the whole boat becomes alive well. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> us in the bottom of the boat. We'll
9: sort them out in a little while.
0: Let's go to Tom. Hey, Tom, how are you? Hey,
9: guy. How are you doing there, Tony Tiger? I'm good, man. How's a Rob? Uh, Rob the shock
2: doing? Uh, Rob's doing good.
9: Is he good? Good. I uh, I just wanted to uh, say next week is uh, your friends of NRA, right?
0: Yes, and we're sold out.
9: That is so good. Yep. That is so good, Tiger.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're excited. We're we're looking for a party.
9: You're gonna have a, we're gonna have a really big one. Hope uh, hope a lot of people come out. I know they are all come out. Uh, need any more volunteers?
0: always need volunteers never can have enough volunteers to do uh, to do any banquet in town
9: that's really good and you are you guys do a really good show and it's uh it's having uh having people that are kind of coordinated working hard working together have good supervisors and everything so anybody out there wanting to volunteer should get in touch with tony but you got to kind of work hard and kind of do what you're told <laughs>
0: uh, definitely going to be a, a busy day I've
2: been doing that yeah, for man, seven yeah. years, man.
9: <laughs> yeah, man. All right, I just man. Wanted to call in. Thanks, yeah, this Tom. Is, uh, okay, guy. See you. Have you. a good one.
0: All right, thanks. That uh, is uh, is a guy you don't have to go through anymore if you go to college. Uh, Doctor Gavin. Yeah, he's now retired, but he was a he was a staple in the business world. So, and just checking out all the people that are sharing the the live video of you guys in here. So.
2: While we were on the calendar, don't forget Trout Unlimited meeting is going to be at Two Squares Restaurant on Thursday the nineteenth. There'll be a fly tying demonstration there, so come by and check out me tying some flies.
0: For for what that's worth, these guys don't care we,
2: about we, fly we, we love
4: trout; they're they're great bait.
2: Hmm. great bait. No, fair enough. I mean, no, it's legal. I mean, I got no problem with it. It's legal, but yeah.
0: Do, do you except uh, so you have to use all that fake stuff when you're out there? You can't use the. The, the the live stuff.
2: Y'all aren't out there drowning worms and you know killing crickets. I mean, y'all are using you know yeah, artificial, got, but yeah, it has yeah, to be artificial. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: five hundred pounds of plastics and four hundred pounds of hard baits in. Uh. And 27, like I said, 27 rods tied on the front of the boat.
0: Oh, yeah. It's amazing how, how much away. how much effort goes into getting these boats out there. Yeah, they,
4: they do. They, these guys spend a lot of time, uh, not necessarily the night before, but several nights before. I know when Ty and Brandon fished all year together, the, they were at my house several nights. And we're we're getting ready, getting stuff tied on, because every lake's different. Uh, you know, we have to retie you know, 10, or, 10 or 12 rods if we go to, from lake to lake. And these guys, like I said, they're eat up with it. So it wasn't nothing for them to be... Uh, over uh, at the house till right. 10 or 11 o'clock at night on a, on a on a school night, you know, and the mom was hollering, "Hey, you got to go to bed!" And yeah, hey, you we're are. almost finished. Yeah, you know, two hours later. Yeah. Two hours later, we come upstairs. So. All right,
2: yeah. let me let me ask you. Since I've got tournament fishermen in the house, I need to ask you, what is what is the knot you use? Uh, I'm sure you use more than one. What is the knot you use the most? Polymer. Okay, definitely
7: the polymer. Okay, it's just the strongest knot in my opinion. I've had very few knots come unraveling that are bombing. He's a he knothead, knot I'm telling I you. He all uses right, a bunch. He uses all the different ones. I, use, I, don't, I
4: I use three mainly. If it's fluorocarbon, it's usually a Berkeley knot. If it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, braid, it's usually um, uh you know the polymer, and then some of them, like we use crankbaits and stuff. I use like a, it's a modified Rapala knot that has a little loop in it, so it gives that the bait a little more. Oh, the free non-slip range. mono loop. Yeah,
2: yeah that's exactly yeah. what I use it's on. A on loop
4: where the, yeah. the bait has a little more action.
2: That's exactly what yeah. I use on all my poppers. So when they hit the water, they mm-hmm. kind of just sit there and yep. wiggle a little yep. bit. Yep.
4: yep, that's a great knot. It, it works for anything, especially you know light tackle and stuff.
2: Believe hey. it or not, <sighs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: what? Hey, is this thing on? No, turn it off. (laughs) Tony Sanders Outdoors will be right back. 423-267-1023. 1023 to be part of the show.
2: Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Dixon Pie. Don has steaks such as T-bone, Porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com.
0: 3881. Wrapping up this segment or the show with the Saudi Daisy High School fishing team. It's been fun to have them in the house. What, what
2: a crew. It has.
0: And, and let me say, these guys are big. I thought it was a football team at first.
2: Yeah, you know, a couple of, have, couple of them had to duck to get in the door. I, I mean, don't know what y'all feeding these kids Miracle Grow or what? Jeez. <laughs> it's a rejuvenate,
4: the same thing we use in the live wheels. Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. I thought it might have been Beatty's big buck food plot starters, <laughs> but uh, no, they're uh, they're definitely uh, definitely some some good sized young men. So, or I'm getting older and shrinking. I don't know which. Could be both.
2: Yeah, I was thinking both at this point.
0: I'll I'll be done at four foot nine.
2: Like I said, every t- I've been using a lot of sunscreen this year on my ears, and I swear it's got some sort of chemical that's turning the sides of my hair gray. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that sunscreen.
0: All right, so uh, we're in here. We have the coaches wrapping it up, uh, guys. I do appreciate you bringing them in, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the world uh, at the at the nationals. That's that's pretty exciting. How many teams from the area? How many teams are there in the area now?
3: Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having us on this morning. It's oh, been sure. a blast. The kids have been talking about it. Uh, you know, preparing for this, and I went out there and chatted with them and they loved it like oh we got to do this more often cool we, yeah. we, we're, we're all about it uh, but as far as the participation across the state uh, we're well over 80 active programs uh, and, and i believe the number probably closer to 90 or more active programs now those are schools or communities that have youth fishing programs okay uh, and uh, the active members are well over a thousand so uh, according to the bass uh, numbers that we uh we, we fall under. We have well over a 1,000 kids across the state. Just uh, in our local area in the southeast region, we uh, and take a step back, we decided at uh, the beginning of last season to divide the state up into regions. Uh, the state of Tennessee had a bass trail that uh, saw our participation grow significantly, and we were routinely getting 120, 150 boat tournaments uh, in, in a lot of these fisheries. Uh, and like you said, uh, like the kids were, were talking about earlier, we'd hit Tim's Ford, Center Hill, and a lot of these smaller ramps that is just really hard to accommodate and it becomes safety, becomes an issue. Uh, so we wanted to, you know, obviously promote the growth in our sport, uh, but do it in a re- responsible manner in uh, a safe manner. Uh, so we broke the state up into five separate regions. Uh, that allowed kids not to have to travel as far and uh, to get uh, smaller tournament sizes. So uh, they're, they're a lot more manageable. Again, people don't have to travel as far. reduces expenses. So it, it helps promote a lot of participation. So the, the region that I cover is southeast Tennessee. And we hold events on Watts Bar, Chickamauga, and Nickajack exclusively. Uh, and we have roughly 40, uh, 45 counties or 45 teams, uh, hmm. programs that are participating in the, the southeast. Uh, which equates to uh, just over 300 kids that will uh, that will participate uh, in, in our southeast.
0: Now, is BASS the only ones doing a high school trail now?
3: No, we have the, the Bass Federation, the Student Angler Federation. Okay. Okay. They also have events. We just chose to align ourselves with BASS because of the way they, they handle and manage their regional uh, and local tournaments. It's it's more conducive to allowing these kids uh, the opportunity to fish more and, and fish uh, towards a, another level. They can reach up and, and go towards the state level and then to the national level or fish the, the national opens. So it, we found it to be a lot better uh, way to focus our energy on a single trail as opposed to spread it out. And, and of course the BASS, we have five regions and we try not to overlap any of the region events. So between September and May, just about every weekend, some region across the state has a fishing opportunity. So these these children, these kids, have plenty of opportunities to fish as much or as little as they want to.
4: And speaking of bass, last year the, the the Battle of the Chick is one of the big tournaments in uh, actually in the southeast. It actually set three Bassmaster records. It set the uh, uh, largest number of boats uh, for a high school tournament, largest Bassmaster event ever, and largest fish ever weighed in for a high school tournament.
2: Well, interesting now at nationals though that's every you said there was what 48 states represented at one last year or 48 uh, states and two from canada i think
3: there, there's a couple canadian teams mm-hmm. yeah wow they, um, they they come from all over uh, and we're just very fortunate and blessed to have this event happen in uh, our backyard you know it's a it's a short drive obviously it's not chickamauga but you know it, it's not too far for us to travel to pickwick or to uh kentucky lake uh at paris landing uh whereas some of these states uh, these kids are driving from idaho from colorado
4: arizona we we talked yeah. to a team from arizona man they, they made the drive um didn't get to practice any came up uh, got into town six o'clock the night before and and actually uh, uh had a guy and a, and a young lady and they actually did really well they were Showed up and just went fishing, but they said they drove for some ridiculous, you know, sixteen, eighteen hours. So
0: they have the same, um, I guess, dead zone times and things like that before tournaments where you can't practice. Or uh, so it does make it tough on mm-hmm. somebody like uh, coming from Idaho mm-hmm. that has never seen a lake.
4: There's an official practice starts Sunday.
3: Uh, yes, Monday uh, 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 Monday morning. It starts Monday morning, uh, July I believe thirtieth. Is the the official practice? It goes actually off limits uh, this coming week, mm. so nobody that's participating in the event can uh, be on the water at all,
4: or well, take information on it, right? Other than what you research on and what's
3: public. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: What? Um, how can people help you guys?
3: Uh, again, the the best thing to do, uh, you know, we're always looking for help and support because uh, again, it it does cost a lot. To you mentioned, these kids are big; they eat a ton. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, your I refrigerators? That, no offense. But I was thinking
2: that's your big expense. It's not tackle. It's not fuel. It's food. I wish we had the our, pictures that we could share you from
3: last year.
4: Oh, my gosh. It was, uh, we had, uh, we had a cabin. We took two teams last year. We had a cabin. It was, uh, literally four rooms. Three of the rooms were from wall to wall food. Now, our, the moms and the ladies took care of us. They sent up prepackaged, uh, frozen foods and, and pre made meals. And it really made a big difference. But yeah, we, we had wall to wall food. In, in three rooms, so
2: because looking at a couple of those guys out there, they could eat a casserole by themselves. Oh, yeah, I'm talking absolutely, about it. Oh, and,
3: and they do, and they do. Okay, yeah,
4: yeah. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the burrito at uh, the the what was that burrito? It was some you know like the forty nine er steak, some Mexican restaurant, yeah, oh, the <laughs> old ninety six er. Yeah, this burrito that you know if you ate it, you got a you know a free car or something. And like two of them ate <laughs> it. it was <laughs> unbelievable how big this burrito was, and they they ate it. Especially yeah. the little one out there, Jake out there, uh, he ate it. And it was impressive because the, some of the big boys couldn't keep up with him.
3: Uh, but, uh, yeah, like like I said earlier, the, we're on Facebook uh, yeah. a, at the trail level, TBN, uh, TBN Southeast. If you search for that, it's, again, the Tennessee Bass Nation, uh, Tennessee Bass Nation Southeast. A, as well, if you want to help, and we'd appreciate it, any, any kind of help from uh, even letters of encouragement on our Facebook, uh, just go to SDHS uh, Bass Fishing, and, and we have our own Facebook page. I M S post pictures of fish. We we love interacting uh, with the community. I hope everybody has seen that this morning with the kids getting up really early to get on the radio.
4: And speaking of the community, these uh, you'll see, especially in the in the Saudi and the Hickson area, the, these guys get out uh, and and just beat the beat the bushes and and go and ask some of the the uh, the local businesses if they could help. And, and and a lot of a lot of them didn't know we had a team. So uh, you'll see these guys out in their jerseys if you see them coming to the store and. If you could help, we'd love it.
0: All right. We'll be right back after this short break. Wrapping it up on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse, friendly staff, and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker... camper or need clothing or shoes sportsman's warehouse has just what you need if you're looking for a firearm sportsman's warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store now if you don't see one you want you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6700 guns offered online then you can have it shipped directly to the store everyday low prices no shipping charges and no processing fees Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love
2: the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the palate. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
0: 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Wrapping it up on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Had a great time today with the, with the youngsters. It's been great. If I could get a bank loan, I'd go out to breakfast with them.
2: I know. You wouldn't need to take <laughs> out a second mortgage. You'd probably,
4: you probably just slide in one of ours. We wouldn't know. <laughs> a sixty dollar meal every time we go somewhere.
0: I bet. I bet.
4: That's for one of the kids. <laughs> that. well, me, that, yeah, me and my son.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were going to mention something uh, that you guys are working on too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We uh, we do more than fish and eat. Uh, we try to get the kids involved in the community as well and look for community projects, whether it's uh, cleanup projects or you know potential habitat restoration. I know that's going on and, and there's some money awarded for Tim's Ford and our central division, but uh, something that's coming up that we could uh, that we participate in could definitely use help is a uh, cast for kids. A uh, cast for kids is an opportunity for people with boats to go out and help special needs children that don't get an opportunity to go out often uh, to go out there and fish. Uh, and, and a lot of these kids enjoy helping uh, helping these kids catch fish. Uh, you get a lot of fulfillment as a boat captain. I know last year when I participated, uh, I had. A family with two children out in my boat and it was a little crowded but I got to see two kids catch their very first fish ever and got to coach the dad on where to take them from shore and uh, a few days later I get a, a text from the, the wife with the dad and one of the kids off of one of the docks and they're out there fishing and catching fish and having a great time. Uh, so you can find out more information on castforkids.org. Uh, again, there's an event coming up out of Dayton on the 18th of August. Uh, we really like Reaching out and in, into the community and participating in these events, and you know, if anybody else could help out, we'd definitely appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, uh, I would love to. Uh, that's a great organization. I'm, I'm going to be doing some work with them too because that event's coming up. When is it? Uh,
3: the, there's an event out of Dayton on the yeah. 18th of August.
0: Okay,
2: I just added it to the outdoor schedule. Okay, so we'll be announcing it as well. I, I think Thank
0: there's you. another one going out of Harrison Bay. I believe I in saw one fall. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I believe that's in September. Yes. Yes. We did a Big Brothers Big Sisters uh,
4: event the same way uh, last month. Uh, yes, in, in
3: in May we help out with the, the Big Brothers Big Sisters. They have an event annually where they uh, take the, the Big Brothers and Big Sisters out uh, to have their own little fishing tournament, uh, and we help out there as well. So trying to get the kids involved and into the community as much as possible.
0: Well Jess, I appreciate you coming in. Roy, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, having me. Even the the coach we couldn't get on the air.
3: <laughs> He's he was being a little shy this morning. He
0: was he was he was trying to hide from the camera. Now he was the deer killer, right?
3: Uh yeah, yes, yes, sir.
2: <laughs> I guess the catfish got his tongue. No, it was uh, a deer. Oh okay. the deer got him. Mm. He
0: was him uh he was as we were driving down quarter J, I see a nice deer off to the right and and he runs over the deer. So
2: Oh, it would be well tenderized. Look at it that. Yeah, way. Yeah. Feed it to the kids; they won't mind. They'll yeah. eat it. Heck, in a couple of hours, it'll be
3: cooked. Yeah. yeah. We are from Saudi.
0: Yeah. Roadkill, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it's been fun having you guys in here. I wish I wish you much success. Follow you on uh, Facebook at Saudi Daisy High School Bass Fishing That's
3: correct. Right. Saudi Daisy High School Bass Fishing, uh, yeah. and then again the TBN Southeast. You can follow our trail that we're participating on. Perfect. Robert,
0: we got about uh, about a minute. Uh, Friends of NRA coming up next Saturday. I've got about one table left, 567-4801, 567-4801, if you want to come to that. And uh, what else has happened? This is kind of the, the summer doldrums.
2: Yeah. Uh, next Thursday night, Trout and Limited Meeting at Two Squares Restaurant. If you don't have to be a member. You can show up and just chit-chat.
0: And watch Rob Ty flies. Yep. It's kind of like that public... Or- TV, you know, paint by
2: numbers deal. Happy little flies with happy
3: little clouds. <laughs> good times. It's good been times.
0: it's good been a, it's times. been a great show, good, guys. Good Do good. appreciate you coming in. Wish you much luck and uh, and hope you guys uh, bring back the the national title to Saudi Daisy. That would be awesome.
3: Here, here, yeah, and absolutely. Thank you so Thank much you for having us.
0: All right, Gino, we're done, man. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Appreciate you tuning in every week. We'll be back next week, and I don't think we have a guest next week, so we'll be having fun. Tony Sanders Outdoors, see ya. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Lock us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.